when you think about it, you're really only ever one choice from creating a whole new life for yourself. Welcome back, Pod Squad. I'm so excited you're here this week. Got a little solo dolo episode for you. And to be honest, I was walking around and, you know, I talked to BC last week to their orientation leaders and it really, anytime I do a talk, I feel like my brain is on fire because it's just like thinking about all the things. And I myself have been turning in a little bit of comparisonitis, like things like that. And I always feel like what's personal is universal. So this is really what was coming up for me this morning. And I'm always sifting through my post-it notes and things like that. And one thing I saw was, what story do you keep telling yourself that no longer serves who you are and who you're becoming? And I think a lot of times when I talk at different events and things like this, I talk about people's past or I feel like what is very, very common, a commonality between a lot of the different arenas that I've spoken in or the arenas I play in or work in or coach in, etc., is there's this feeling of inadequacy when it comes to our past and our past holding us back from who we want to be in the future. And that's why I started this episode with like, you are only ever one decision away from changing your life. And I know that sounds crazy. Like, oh man, it's like, what do you mean? Like if I just choose to eat this salad in the morning, if I just choose to do this gratitude practice in the morning, my whole life's going to change tomorrow. Not exactly. But what it's going to teach you is to start making choices that support who you want to be tomorrow and through constant consistency, you will get to whatever that goal is that you put out 100 yards in front of you. And so what I mean by that is make choices today that your tomorrow self, your future self will thank you for. And that's really how you start to chip away at this fear mongler thing that is change and action, action and change. They are actually interchangeable because you have to have action in order to create change. And the action comes from making the decision when you have a vision and you make the decision that you are going to do whatever it takes to make that thing happen. So if your vision for yourself and your actions aren't aligned, then the change won't happen. It's kind of like this trifecta. You can't have one without the other. I don't know what nursery rhyme that is, but that is always what goes through my head in these situations. You can't have one without the other. They all have to work cohesively together in order for you to get to where you want to go. Here's the roadblock where most people get stuck. They either don't believe they deserve the change. Like they don't think they're good enough. They don't believe they are deserving of this better version of themselves that they can kind of visualize, but they may not have complete control. Like they feel like they don't have complete control of it. I'm not really sure. Or you keep telling yourself, like I said, the story that's not supporting who you want to become, or there's shame or guilt around who you used to be or what you did in the past that you feel like is holding you back from being bountiful and all that you are in the future and showing up in opportunity, blessed all the things. So it looks like vision, decision, action, and then whatever the quote unquote 
reward is for that action. And if we are in this vein right now, I'm hoping that it's a positive thing because you are choosing something that supports that version of yourself that you visualize for your future. One of the worst tendencies I see in this arena is the all or nothing complex. And I can hear my mom saying this, like falling off the turnip truck, which I have to like go Google that because there's obviously some age old idiom around it, but it's basically like all or nothing. Like if you're making the conscious choice to like start a gratitude practice or change your diet or go to the gym or whatever it is that supports, like I said, that vision that you have for yourself in the future, that quote unquote better version of you, best version of you. It's like you start on Monday and you fall off on Tuesday and then you're like, okay, well, I'll just start next Monday. It's almost like you want this clean, perfect slate or this perfect date to happen and that never, ever, happens and you're so much better off just acknowledging yourself, forgiving yourself for falling off, being like, I'm trying something new. Of course, it's not going to be easy. And maybe I have to change some other things around. Again, I have to make some other changes but so I can support this vision. So if, if getting up early is extra challenging for me because I want that extra 10 minutes to do my gratitude practice, then maybe I have to reverse engineer this and I actually have to go to bed half an hour earlier the night before to support that version of me in the morning that wants to get up 10 minutes early so I can complete the gratitude practice so I can actually get in the routine of doing this daily. Do you see what I'm saying? So sometimes it takes looking at your destination, like you have a roadmap in front of you, looking at your destination and being like, that's where I want to go. And I'm here. So what do I have to do? How do I back this up in order to get to my final end goal, that proverbial finish line? And by reverse engineering your roadmap, sometimes you can get there faster. You can also kind of predict where those roadblocks might happen. I'm really like closing my eyes and I'm visualizing like a little car on a map and you know you get in and you're like driving. I once heard someone say and I don't know who said this it was I don't know if this was a podcast if this was a mentor or a mastermind or what it was of mine but like you don't ever get in your car and just get in your car and start driving. You usually always have a destination. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can't tell you the last time, I, if ever, I just got in my car and I was like, I'm going to go for an aimless drive. Like, I usually have a destination in mind. And because of that, I'm either firing up the Waze app or I'm firing up Google Maps. I have a plan of how to get there. And I'm also anticipating roadblocks or things that might happen along the way. And because of that, maybe I leave 15 minutes earlier because I know the traffic here or wherever or school's out or it's a Friday or whatever. We do that in our everyday life when it comes to travel. But when we want to go somewhere in our mind to our future, why is that so hard to peer the layers back, right? They should be pretty much the same. One would think so, kind of, sort of. So the other thing is who I used to be stopping me from who I want to be. And this is really the mental blockade, not like not like a time thing, not, not time management, not something. This is a little more intangible. This is truly of the mind, of the insides, of like your fiber of your being, believing that your past disqualifies you from who you want to be in the future. And that's really, you don't believe that you are deserving of better 
for yourself. Like you don't believe that it could get better. This is a huge part I implemented in my gratitude practice. At the very bottom, I added a portion that says, what's the best outcome for me today? Because our brain always goes to the worst case scenario. Our brain's job is to keep us safe. And that doesn't look like going to the best case scenario. It looks like all the different reasons why it could go wrong or why it's gone wrong in the past. And then it leads you down this like spiral of why it can't happen. Instead of using your imagination to bring you to all the reasons why you can and why you can back it up. And while there's proof that you actually are willing and able and wildly capable of doing this. One of my favorite sayings is worry is the worst use of your imagination. Worry is the worst use of your imagination and that it goes exactly back to that principle if you're going to future trip go somewhere you want to go. But first it starts with instilling the belief in yourself that you are deserving of this shit like you are. And that is going to take some time and really working on the men- your narrative, how you speak to yourself. Like if you're constantly putting yourself down and saying, oh, I'm such a piece of shit. You know, I did that. I, I did this and I did this wrong and I, I used to drink this and I used to do these drugs or I used to, I don't know what your narrative is. I don't know. I was always awful to my parents. I, I was awful to these people. I speak awful. I'm gossipy. Think of like all the worst, darkest, crappiest crap you possibly can and start to clear out the clutter of your brain of okay that's who I was that's not necessarily who I am or who I'm choosing to be tomorrow like you can change that in an instant and that's what I meant by how I opened this podcast because it really starts with like I'm not gonna do that anymore and and that's another thing that's really interesting it's like you're no's actually lead you to your yeses. I use that principle a lot when people are like, I don't know what I want to do for a living, Mads. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And I'm like, figure out what you don't want to do and that will lead you closer to what you do want to do. Figuring out your no's is like putting the bumpers in the bowling alley. It gives you a way better trajectory of like striking down the middle, right? It gives you a better path, a clearer way to get to the end of the line and score. I mean, if we're talking from the bowling sense, but you feel me on that and alluding to what I said at the beginning of you're always one choice away from changing your life. It really is these brave and bold decisions that you make once and then they become easier after you make that one initial choice. Hopefully you stick with it and you create this brain pattern for yourself that you will do it over and over and over again until you then finally see the change that you want to see in your life. Another good reminder when I'm thinking about that is a lot of times it's the things you don't do instead of the things you do that can create change. So you can even flip this whole freaking thing on its head. I'm not going to go out and drink. I'm not going to go out and party. I'm not going to do those drugs. I'm not going to hang out with those people that make me feel like shit. I'm not going to go to that party that I don't need to go to where I don't feel welcome, but I feel the FOMO need to go all the time. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And then you're putting up these non-negotiables for yourself that then lead you again closer to who you want to be. So again, you could almost take this thing and flip it on its whole head if you wanted to. And that really looks like just deciding right here and right now, like driving that stake in the ground. This is who I am. This is what I want. These are the choices I'm going to make. And that's that. 
And anything that doesn't support the vision that I have for myself, my future self, it's got to go one way or another. I know that's really challenging sometimes, but if you can connect so deeply to who you want to be and that drive, that inner force within you feels so empowered and so purposeful to get there, like you want it so bad, you want it more than anything and you close your eyes and you have this visualization for yourself. Like I say this in class at Soul Cycle all the time, like close your eyes and visualize exactly what you want. And I'm talking down to the color of the shirt you're wearing, who you're standing with, the house or apartment or place you're standing in front of, are your feet in the sand? Are you in like, like literally if you close your eyes and you visualize it to the point where like, if I visualize like, like my end amazing game that I want. I can like smell the the beach and my toes are probably in the sand and there's a beach house behind me and I'm probably wearing some neon bikini. Like I'm talking that type of visualization, like so deep that you can see it for yourself. You can smell it. You can practically taste it. And from there, with that type of, I think you can do whatever you put your mind to. So again, I'll ask you, what story Do you keep telling yourself that no longer serves who you are and who you want to become? I'll leave you with that this week. A little hoo hoo, ha ha, punch, punch, one, two, three, four, jab, jab, hook, hook. I hope that you feel a little fired up. That's always my goal and my intention for you is that you listen to this and then you might actually take action in your life. Oh my God, that's amazing. And there's nothing cooler than when somebody reposts this podcast or I was listening to this on the beach or the DMs I get that are like, holy crap, I found this right when I needed to. It just dropped in my lap. It was exactly what I needed to hear in the moment. So I always hope and pray that is how it's received because that is exactly my intention behind the thoughts that I share on this podcast. And if you know of somebody that really might need it to send it onward because I say this a million times, a thousand times over, what's personal is universal. So if it landed for you, it might land for someone else in your life. Sharing is caring and I appreciate you sharing this podcast with your friends, your family, whoever, if you feel inspired from it. If you're around Boston, come ride with me at Soul Cycle. And if you've been listening from afar, there are so many different ways to work with me beyond the bike. You can go check out my website, www.madstads.com or find me on Instagram at madstads, M-A-D-D-Z-T-A-D-D-Z. That is also where you can find so many different offers beyond the bike to get in touch with me, work together one-on-one, high touch capacity, 30-minute calls, 60-minute calls. I really do all the things. So go check that out if you feel called to it. Until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.